Good morning. You know, I I keep a can of WD-40 to hand. It was originally made for the aerospace industry, and the producers say that it has over 2,000 uses in the home, the workshop, and the garage. How did it get its name, and what does WD-40 mean? Well, WD stands for Water Displacement. 40 stands for the 40 attempts that the scientists made before they got the formula to work. And the name comes from the laboratory notes of the chemist who worked on its development. You see, this was the 40th attempt on this water displacement, so it was written down as WD-40. And that's how it got its name. And WD-40 is a great product. But I suspect that someone somewhere is working towards a WD-41. You see, in order to sell the product, the manufacturer will say that we must have this, for instance, this shampoo as it is the perf- it's perfect for removing dandruff. Or it, the manufacturers might say that this is the, the perfect cleaner for your floor. And they will say, you must have this perfume as it is the perfect gift. But they know that it's not true because they have people in workshops and laboratories seeking to improve it. You know, this is a good thing for them to do, but the question is, will they ever reach perfection? You see, as people, it is good to try to do the best that we can and to try the best try to be the best that we can. But the very fact that we have to keep trying tells us that we will never reach perfection. But this should not discourage us. But it will help us to accept the reality that none of us are perfect and at times we all fail. Now we've been introduced to Moses and Aaron. And in Exodus 2 verse 1 and 2 we read, Now a man of the tribe of Levi married a Levite woman and she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. Now this son was Moses and remember how we saw again in Exodus 2 that Miriam was Moses' older sister and Aaron was the older brother that to Moses and to to Miriam. So So this means that Moses, his brother and his sister were all Levites. Now I mentioned yesterday about the Levites being set apart and that Aaron from the tribe of Levi was chosen by God to be the first high priest for the children of Israel. And this morning I want us to think about something that we read about in Exodus 32. Now you can read through that chapter. It's about Aaron. Before we just mention it, let's have a brief recap to set the scene for what was happening. You see, Moses was on the mountain, receiving the Ten Commandments from God. And he was up there a long time, and Aaron was left in charge of the people at the foot of the mountain. And because Moses was away for a long time, the people became impatient, and they asked Aaron to make them a god, a god that they could worship, a god that they could see and look at. And Aaron gathered gold from the people, and he cast an image, an image of a calf. We know this as as the golden calf. And we read in Exodus 32, 
Aaron built an altar in front of the calf and announced, Tomorrow there will be a festival to the Lord. So the next day the people rose early and sacrificed burnt offerings and presented fellowship offerings, and afterwards they sat down to eat and drink, and they got up and indulged in revelry. Well, this was all going on, and while it was going on, Moses came down the mountain, and he came down with the Ten Commandments that God had engraved for them. And when he saw what was going on, he threw the stone tablets down to the ground and they broke into pieces. And this is significant because the people had turned away from God who had brought them out of slavery and they turned to worshipping an idol as they had seen the Egyptians doing. And by doing this, both they and Aaron had broken at least the first commandments by worshipping an idol. And in doing what they did afterwards, they probably broke some of the other commandments as well. You know, this is why when we come to the New Testament, in the book of Romans, Paul could say this in chapter 3, verse 23, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We looked at perfection yesterday and acknowledged the fact that none of us are perfect. Not even Moses, not even Aaron, and certainly not the people of Israel and Certainly not you and I. But what about God? Well, we can read a lot about how God is perfect, how Jesus is perfect. Let me just, as we finish our short time together this morning, give you this verse from 2 Samuel 22, verse 31. And it says, As for God, his way is perfect. The Lord's word is flawless. He shields all who take refuge in him. Shall we pray? Our Father, we just acknowledge before you this morning that none of us are perfect. And this is why Jesus had to come and die, so he could take the punishment that should be ours. And our Father, we thank you that when we come to him in true repentance, then we know that we've been forgiven by a holy God, by a perfect God, a God whose word is perfect, by a true God. And our Father, we just come to you in the name of Jesus this morning, asking you to encourage us and guide us throughout this day, throughout this week, and throughout these years ahead. And we ask these things in the precious name of Jesus. Well, it's good to have spent these uh, few moments together and gathered round God's word. How about one verse to finish with, to take away with us, this time from Psalm 62, verse 8. And I give you these references because you can always look them up and check that they are true and also maybe follow through and see what more is said about it. But just this verse 8 from Psalm 62, and it says, Trust in him at all times. You people, pour out your hearts to him, for God is our refuge great words there to take to take away with us throughout today so god bless you and stay safe bye for now